prophetic words for a lovely family. And I didn't go to what I said I was going to go to, Liam, so you'll be happy about that. We've got a little in-joke and I may share it for money later if people ask. Um, it's already 11.30 and it's, it's quite warm. I, I, I want to cover, I'm just going to cover a couple of things. I, had, I want to talk about fasting, but I, want to, I had nine biblical examples of fasting. I, I can't get through nine. I'm going to see if I can cover two, maybe three next 15 minutes and that way I'm going to free everyone out to enjoy a real coffee for mission or a free coffee for yourself where you have to bring your cup over or to enjoy the sunshine and sprinklers and swimming pools and stuff like that. Is that okay? So the fast, our fast is going to start this Wednesday. Uh, and so for those who are our guests, please avail yourself to all the information that we've got out there. But the fast for 2019 can look in a, uh, can look in a whole manner of different fashions. You could do a full fast, a part fast, a Daniel fast, an Xbox fast. You might be an avid reader and you read every day. Give up reading and just pray. Do something. Fast something, you know. You may decide to fast for three days, one day, seven days, 14, the full 21. You may, dis- you may start on a full fast, end up on a juice fast, finish on a Daniel fast. It really doesn't matter. It's not a law. Yeah? It's a heart condition. One of the things that Janine was saying in and around giving was it's not so much the law of giving, it's God wants us to give from a cheerful heart. So when it comes to fasting in prayer, it's a decision that comes from our heart. So along the fast, let's just say you decide to fast donuts because you eat donuts. But after seven days, someone brings you not just a Krispy Kreme from 7-Eleven, but they bring you a Krispy Kreme straight out of Melbourne Airport because they get them first, right? They're, they're fresher there. <laughs> right? So when you get one from Melbourne Airport, it, it's, it's like that Colourbond ad. There's lights that come off it. There's halos. There's angelic sounds. You open the box. It's like, ah, you hear it. It's all happening. If you get one of those and at a moment of weakness, you take a bite. It's like, just breathe. So I shouldn't have done that. Carefully close the box unless you've hoovered the whole thing. And then just say, God, I'm now going to start again. It's okay. Don't make it so lawful that you despise fasting. You shouldn't despise fasting. You should actually look forward to it because of what it brings in our spirit and for our spirit. Amen? So anyway, let's pray and let's see how how I go in the next 15 minutes. (laughs) I know people are laughing. They think that's impossible for Andrew. Father, we just thank you for this time. We pray, God, that as I speak two times quicker than I normally speak, I pray that people will hear me two times quicker than they normally hear me, but in a slowed down fashion so they can understand. But Lord, most importantly, we pray that it's your word that's spoken, that's your word that's lifted up, that people walk away with something that they can use, that Father would add value into our lives, that would continue to help us and help Holy Spirit prune us, and mould us and shape us into the image of your Son with ever-increasing glory. So we give you this time right now in Jesus' name, and everybody said, Amen. All right, so I'd like to encourage everyone you know, that, are, that are part of the house at Mount Clear's, if Mount Clear's your home, to fast, to make a decision to fast, to make a decision to fast something, and fast something that's going to cost you something, fast something that's going to be difficult, yeah? Like, really... If, it's, if you don't drink Coke and you decide during this period I'm not going to drink Coke, it's not really a fast, yeah? It, you don't drink it anyway. But try to fast. Uh, a suggestion would be don't fast washing um, yourself because that, that's really bad. They, 
there's a biblical example. Right? They, they went without food and without washing. Yeah? Don't, don't do that. If you're going to do that, probably stay away from home, school and church. <laughs> but fast something that'll cost you something, not something that'll cost somebody else. Is that fair enough? Now, Mount Clear's vision is to engage with our God, his church, which is us, and his people, which is the community, yeah? So when you're fasting, fasting is all about stepping into a place of engagement where now we can actually engage with God. We can engage with him at a different level and he actually speaks to us at a different level because we're making a commitment for him. So there are a couple of reasons why you should fast, but a a really easy thing to do is just to ask yourself a question. What's, what's one of your needs? What's, a need, what's one of your greatest needs that just seems to be hanging around, that never goes away? And I'm not talking about a million dollars for the Ferrari that you'd love to buy. I'm talking about what's one of the greatest needs that you have? What's something that you really struggle with? That's what you bring to a fast because God brings breakthrough in areas, yeah? The fast is going to help us go deeper. It actually... It's, if you want to see God moving in our lives and in your life, then let's pray and fast. You know, I, I shared last week that Mel and I learnt years ago to pray and fast. It was just something that we started to do. And she's better at it and has been better at it than I have. Even with our parenting issues with the boys, if we've got hassles with the boys that we're not having breakthrough with, Mel will just pull a fast on a day or two days. She just does that. You know, I look at that and I think, mm, nah, <laughs> you know, like, I didn't hear from God. You know, <laughs> so yeah, it's probably not a good excuse. It hasn't been working too well. Um, but you could have financial problems, you know, fast, whatever it might be. If there's an area in your life, wherever you need God to intervene or to move, then it's a good idea to fast and pray. And there's a whole bunch of examples where men and women did that and they were seeking breakthrough. And so that, there's some of the things that I want to go through today. So the first one, fast to break addictions. And it could be any sort of addiction. They actually call this the, the disciples' fast. So the disciples' fast is a fast that's supposed to free us from stuff that we can't break free from ourselves. Because the minute we say addictions, we think alcohol and drugs, but it, it could be anything. It could be anger, jealousy, pornography. You know, there's a myriad of things. But I'll read a couple of scriptures. Hebrews 12:1. Hebrews 12.1 says, Therefore, since we're surrounded by such a large and a hu- or a huge crowd of witnesses to the life of faith, let us strip off every weight that slows us down, especially the sin that so easily trips us up. We don't often use the word sin in this church because for some it, just, it sounds quite uh, religious almost. But the stuff that would trip you up, the stuff that separates you from God, that's what sin is in its essence. It separates you from the Father, stops you having a relationship with him. So the minute you say sin, people think all these big things. The minute you just say the stuff that separates you from God, all of a sudden you feel comfortable naming those things, you know? So the stuff that separates you, especially the stuff that so easily trips you up, and let us run with endurance the race that God has set before us. Now... The stuff or the sin that traps us up um, and, and stops us achieving all that God has purpose for us in, in our lives, it really could be anything, you know? It could be something really simple. Some people are addicted to television, like sim- just simple stuff. It's not that that stuff's bad. It doesn't have to be, an addiction doesn't have to be something that's bad. It just has to be something that separates you from God, yeah? 
It could be an Xbox or a PlayStation or a Wii. It could be in today's day and age that a majority of us probably pick up our phone more and check Instagram and Facebook more than we check our, our version Bible app. I suggest that's probably reasonably accurate, yeah? It, Facebook's not evil, Instagram's not evil, and having a telephone's not evil. But when it starts to separate you from God, you know, in the same way that something can separate a relationship that you have with your partner, when it starts to pull you apart, then it's something that's wedged there that needs to be dealt with. And sometimes it's really hard to move it yourself. So we want to pray and fast. Now, in Mark chapter 9, the disciples were frustrated because they couldn't cast out a devil. Yeah? And it says in Mark chapter 9, verse 29, this is the amplified version, and it says, And he replied to them, This cannot be driven out by anything but prayer and fasting. And I mentioned last week how there's only a handful of versions that have the fasting in that. But for me, it shows that through fasting, we can break through stuff that is not otherwise possible without fasting. Yeah? This is what I take from it as I read it. There could be habits that we have that we can't break through, but when we fast and we pray, it helps us break through those things. Isaiah 58, 6. Isaiah 58 is brilliant. In Isaiah 58, in verse 6 and 7 alone, I could probably show you nine different fasts right, that God prefers just in two verses. But in Isaiah 58, 6, it says, No, this is the kind of fasting I want. Free those who are wrongly imprisoned. Lighten the burden of those who work for you. Let the oppressed go free and remove the chains that bind people. So for me, these, these scriptures, and when I'm talking about fasting, if there's something that has you bound up, something that has you oppressed, yeah, something that's not allowing you to live life the way God has purposed and intended, then let's pray and fast about it. Let's seek the breakthrough for it, amen? So when we're moving into this fast on Wednesday, there's some of the things that you as individuals, as I as an individual can bring before the Lord, amen? Because I don't know about you, does anyone have anything? Am I the only person here that has stuff that I need breakthrough with? You know, I would imagine there might be two or three of us. I know a majority of you are holy and we're going to get you to pray for us later. But for most of us, humans, yeah, we need help and we need godly help. And so fasting and praying is a a beautiful example. I've got an old friend who now lives probably about 45 minutes out of Ballarat, used to be in Melbourne, heroin addict. He was a flat-out heroin addict, losing his teeth, a whole bunch of stuff, fell in love with a girl, she somehow, to our dismay, liked him. Like, she was pretty. He was not. She had teeth. He did not. Yeah, it, made, it made no sense, seriously, at our old church. But, hey, here they are. They start dating, you know. And the one issue this relationship has is the fact that he's still addicted to heroin. Yeah, he, he, he'll tell you stories of where he stole stuff from his parents' home just to sell so he could get his next fix. They decide, through the church, they decide to to go into a time of fasting and prayer. The day they make the decision to start the fast, that morning, he goes up for prayer at church, he gets prayer, totally delivered of heroin, never touched it again. Now, coincidence maybe? Maybe the fact that because of, through heart decision, they decided to fast. And in that, God moved and broke an addiction that he'd been trapped in for years and years. Yeah. Now he actually has a successful electrical business. Now he actually, there's an, he's got a, a, an eye condition. Like th- These guys are, are, are awesome. He had an eye condition. His eye is deteriorating. He's going to lose sight. So they call a, the, the husband and wife call it fast to pray for his eyesight. His left eye 
totally healed after the fast. Just like that. Now, I know that doesn't work for everyone. I've been fasting to lose weight. Yeah? See? It doesn't work for everyone. But sometimes, I don't know how or why or how God works his stuff out. I know that he says yes to prayers. I know that. But I know, also know that sometimes we don't see the outworking of it in our bodies, in our physical you know, sense. I would love to see that. I'd love to see everyone healed of cancer. I'd love to see everyone break every chain that, that's holding them back and every addiction that, that, that is so strangling them. It doesn't always happen, but I know one thing, that through prayer and fasting, it certainly you know, helps, helps in that area. Amen? Now, Sometimes there are things that we'd like to lay down, but we haven't been able to, you know. And, it, and some of you might be thinking, and it could, again, it could be simple stuff, you know. You've tried to give up smoking. You haven't been able to. You've tried to give up pornography. Haven't been able to. You've tried to give up drinking. Haven't been able to. You've tried to do, give up stuff. You haven't been able to. You've tried to give up picking your nails, picking your nose. Haven't been able, I don't know what it is that, that you're trapped by or that I'm trapped by, but I know this, that bring it to the Lord in prayer and fasting, no matter what it is. No matter what it is. It could be swearing. It could be your thought life. Bring it to the Lord. Try fasting because I guarantee you, for me, God has ordained that when we get serious about walking in victory and demonstrate it through fasting, I think he looks and goes, oh, now he's serious. Now they really want healing there. Now they really want breakthrough there. Now they really want to nail this sucker now. Okay, I'm going to move. I just think it works like that, yeah? Now, is there something in your life that you need help to break? Fast, join us. We're starting Wednesday, 26th. Unfortunately, I've made the decision to do a full fast. I don't know for how long. It's a 21-day fast. I'm going to start as a full fast. I'm not, for those of you out there that I know what you, because you just want to get to me, no, I'm not giving up coffee. I'm giving up food. It's a food fast. For me, I'm choosing a food fast. So when you see me drinking coffee, maybe just because I've increased that coffee over the fast to maybe 15 or 17 a day, you know, please, I don't want any judgment. I've made a decision to give up food. I'm going to see how long I can go for. It could last two days, three days, six days, seven days, 21 days. I, I don't know. It's been a while since I have done a full fast. And everybody says, yeah, we know. Um, anyway, we'll keep moving. Because I've got three minutes left, so I at least want to get through the second part. So another fast, or another reason you can fast is for financial troubles. It's an Ezra fast. They call it an Ezra fast. It's, and, you know, and funnily enough, it's found in the book of Ezra. So Ezra chapter 8, verse 21 says, And there, by the Ahava Canal, I gave orders for all of us to fast and humble ourselves before our God. We prayed that he would give us a safe journey and protect us, our children, and our goods as we travel. Now, Ezra had been given silver and gold to take back to Jerusalem. The concern was as they travelled that they were going to confront thieves because that would happen in those days, yeah? And so there was a real possibility that the thieves would end up stealing the silver and gold that, that he had just received. And Ezra was embarrassed and didn't want to ask the king of the day for soldiers, okay? Because Ezra had already said that my God will look after us. And to prove that, we're going to move into a time of fasting, yeah? So maybe you and I have felt like... Have you ever felt like someone's gone into your bank account before you even got there? Like, where's all the money? 
Or is it just my family? Because I, I text Mel all the time. Where's this? Where's that? Where's this? Where's that? How come that's not there? Where'd that go? I can't believe it. Ah! Like, obviously, that's just my bank accounts, right? No one else has got a partner that's like that. Yeah, it doesn't matter whether male, female, doesn't matter how it all works. You guys have got it all together. Or do you sometimes look at your bank account and think, man, I can't even buy lunch today. Where did all my money go? Yeah, sometimes it feels like these invisible thieves. Yeah, just pull for our money. Well, Ezra had a real concern that the silver and gold was going to be stolen. So what did he do? He declared a fast, and now God answered his prayer. It says in Ezra in verse 22, the next verse on in verse 23, I was ashamed to ask the king for soldiers and horsemen to protect us from enemies on the road because we had told the king the gracious hand of our God is on everyone who looks to him but his great anger is against all who forsake him. So we fasted and petitioned our God about this, and he answered our prayer. That's for us who are here today. If we will fast and pray and obey God's word, he says that he's going to bless us. He's going to look after that. So you can actually, as you're fasting and praying, you can actually pray and fast about your finances. Now, it's not going to multiply, you know, God can do that miracle. He has done that miracle. People have found money in their accounts and no traces. People have had checks that have been slipped under the door. People have found gift cards in their letterbox. That all can happen. But generally, $100 won't change to 100000 But when you pray and fast, he'll protect your $100. Yeah, he'll make sure that it's looked after and it's well spent. He'll give you wisdom. Yeah? If Ezra was concerned about thieves stealing the silver and gold that they had received as a blessing, and he called a fast, yeah, and he found that God had answered, then God will also answer us. So join us. Wednesday we start. Yeah, I've, right, oh, I'm going to go third because you looked at me funny. We prayed yesterday here, the National Day of Prayer, uh, Prayer and Fasting. It was really cool. We had um, maybe four or five different churches over the course of the, the day um, show up. Uh, we just prayed freely. We had the chairs set up different people came uh, we worship was from a, a spotify playlist it was the andrew battistella top 40 it was really good all my favorites where god moves me you know <laughs> all of those and every once in a while we just encourage people if god feel like god's moving yell out we'll stop rewind turn up we'll worship we'll put the words up and we did that and we just had a really lovely lovely time of prayer and one of the things that we prayed for is this, was our nation. And now they would call that the Samuel fast because when the Philistines were getting ready to attack Israel, Samuel declared a fast for a national revival. Yeah? Samuel told the people to fast and seek God to return his presence to the nation. I love that. So 1 Samuel 7.3 says, Then Samuel said to all the people of Israel, If you're really serious about wanting to return to the Lord, get rid of your foreign gods and your images of Ashtoreth, determined to obey only the Lord, then he will rescue you from the Philistines. So in our society, our community, our country today, it desperately needs believers who will take up the Samuel fast, who will actually pray and fast for our nation. That's what yesterday was all about. Yesterday, on Wednesday, they begin a 40-day fast as the National Day of Prayer and Fasting. That group starts a 40-day fast. As a church, I sat on 21 as I felt like I could probably do that. I didn't feel like I could reach 40, so I made an executive decision to run with 21 days. 
just seems nice a number. 40 is over a month. It sort of does 10 days over. Nothing finishes really well. It just doesn't work for me. You know, it's not even 7-7. Seven, seven. It just does, it doesn't work. So 21 seems to be a God thing for me. But we need people that will fast for Australia's revival, don't we? I mean, who would love to see Ballarat sold out on fire for Jesus? Yeah, come on. Like all of us. Like, it seems like a far cry. 100,000 people in Ballarat, 4,000 people in church. Maybe if we all chose at times to fast and pray for our city and our nation, maybe 100,000 people in Ballarat, maybe we'd see 30,000 people in church or 40,000 people in church. Imagine that. Imagine when the councillors are starting and the, the state governments are starting, they'd be speaking to a particular people group, wouldn't they? So maybe we need to fast and pray. Australia needs a people that will believe with all their hearts, a people that will not just give lip service, but will sacrifice time to fast and pray. And a people with such a desire that they would fast for the sake of the person sitting next to you. Yeah. Why? Second Chronicles 7.14 Then if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sins and restore their land. So let's put it this way. We can return God's presence and his glory to our personal lives and to our nation if we will actually spend time to pray, spend time to fast and pray. It actually does something in our spirit. You can be a Christian and not speak to God at all. That's like being in a relationship, not speaking to your partner. Good luck with that. <laughs> See how you go in the intimate moments. Men that you may want, that they will not give because you have not spoken. Yeah, right? You need to speak communication in our relationship with God he wants us to be in relationship with him that's why he created us he wants us to speak with him and when we fast and we pray he sees the seriousness of that amen so if we fast and pray at least that's what the bible says that if we believe the bible to be the inspired word of God if we believe the bible to be true then we can return God's presence to and his glory to our life and to our nation and for me to Ballarat amen I would love to keep going, but it's 10 to, 10 to 12. There's three good reasons why you should, or the things that you can fast for if you choose to pick up the fast on Wednesday. I've got another six, I think. So next time I speak, I might go through those because we'll still be in the middle of the fast. But just keep those in mind, yeah? You've got your finances. You need breakthrough from addiction, strongholds, things that are holding us back and for our nation. If you're praying for those things, watch the shift and the difference in our life, Yeah? I feel like today um, that we had main course early with the baby dedication and we've sort of finished up with, you know, entree. It feels like we, it's not the right way around. But hey, bless you guys, Liam and Nat. Bless baby Mariette. We know that Caleb's gone to have fun because as the kids get older, they, they want to play and have fun. And as they get older, as an older parent, I enjoy it when they want to go and have fun. Yeah, that's really good. It sort of works for me. <laughs> anyway, my parenting skills 101. But for now, enjoy the heat. Enjoy Sunday. I'm just going to pray. Please prayerfully consider joining us with the fast starting on Wednesday. So Father, we just thank you, Lord. We just thank you for some of the examples that you give us with men and women of God throughout the Bible, where they're fasted, why they're fasted. 
Lord God, the victory that they've experienced because they've taken time to refocus stuff back on you. And I pray, Lord, that we as a people, as a family, as a church, as we choose to refocus on you, to refocus on the areas that we want to see breakthrough in, that we refocus on our nation. Lord, I'm believing that we will share testimony upon testimony. Father, like the testimony that I shared today, 20 years of guilt, broken in a moment. I know that through this fast, there'll be testimonies as great and even greater than that, that we will share, Lord, from this pulpit, that it'll give us a new level of foundation, a new level of belief. Lord, even as we fast, we fast for John's illness, Lord, with the possible um, pneumonia. We, we think of Anna, we fast for her and pray for her and fulfill too. Lord, we bring those people to your attention as we move something in the physical so that we can focus and readdress things in the spiritual. So we thank you for this time together. We thank you for the wonderful sunshine. We thank you for the air conditioners that I do not see, but believing by faith in Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. Well, God says that he'll do even more than we can ask, think, or imagine. So I'm imagining air conditioners in the hope that he'll, do, he'll be good to his promise because we sang that he's faithful. Amen. <laughs>